Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the voice you hear is of the silver tongue devil, of the big, bad kaiju O'Shea Edwards. And this, my friends, this is Wrestling Cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to go where you can see that troubles are all the same You want to go where everybody knows your name You want to go where you can see that troubles are all the same You want to go where everybody knows your name And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you were trained by Lex Luger. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on in the our independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is an interview episode with the one and only Mr. Brickster. I am your host. I am Justin Summers. And please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast that is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. You can find us on all your social media, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose a desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at WhatAManeuver.net. Like I said, this is an interview episode with Mr. Brickster, and we, we have him on the line. How's it going, Mr. Brickster? Bro, B-R-I-C-K-B-R-I-C-K-B-R-I-C-K-B-R-I-C-K. Brick! Yo, what's good, bro? We're alive here. We're feeling lit up here in Nashville <laughs> right now, dude. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So uh, for those who don't know, obviously, like, we do cover a lot of Northeast Ohio, but we do we do have a love and affinity for Nashville and Southern Underground Pro and one thing that we'll get later on in the episode, something I'm doing a little bit this year or this season when it comes to football, uh, we have a Buffalo Bills game against the the Browns coming up. Actually, I'll be at that game, but we'll <laughs> in the dog pound. Uh, we'll we'll get to that later, man. But uh, dude, how how's it been? Like, I'm not even like exactly sure like what happened with you wrestling, but I know like you're doing a lot now with IWTV, which like if. I'm telling people right now, like, if you're not a you know subscriber to that service, do it. And I'm seeing a lot of people jump on now, and I'm just like, dude, it's it's the it's the best money you could spend. I I absolutely love it. And that's that's like not even like kissing ass to anybody. Love love IWTV. Yeah, IWTV is uh, it's an incredible resource. It helps me, um, you know, really be able to plug into my business, my industry, uh, from the comfort of my own home, uh, on an airplane, uh, traveling, uh, wherever I might be. It, it helps me really, really just, uh, be connected with my community. Yeah. You know, IWTV is a community. Um, what we offer people is a lot different than any other wrestling, uh, regardless if it, you feel better than any other, you know, promotion or not, that's subjective. But what is not subjective is the fact that we emotionally engage with our audience and, and we take them for rides and we tell them stories and and they're just as important as the performer is, you know. So I just kind of feel IWTV brings um, an atmosphere to wrestling and it brings everybody in regardless, kind of even with my message. And, and that's kind of why I really love being involved with IWTV, um, you know, because regardless of who you are, you know, rather if you're a fan or your your commentary, uh, you know, or your main eventing, or you're getting squashed, doing to help, you know, showing to help out. Everyone matters, you know, to IWTV. So it's just kind of it's, it's it's a pretty easy formula as far as on my line of it. You show up when you're not supposed to. You shut your mouth, open your ears. You help out, do what's asked, and you humble yourself. And and I'm telling you right now, if you can do all of those things, literally as far as being a professional wrestler. You know, to try to, you know, for more opportunity or whatever the case is, if you stick to that stuff, I mean, the sky's the limit. It's just, that's what people are looking for. That's what they want. And um, IWTV's just been awesome. You know, shout out to, you know, 
J-Rose and Sepsul Sarah and Righteous Jesse and, and Jerry and Dylan and, you know, just for them even to have me aboard and, and you know, just to be involved with that and such, uh, because I love wrestling so much. I love being able to do everything. I want to be a Swiss Army knife in the business, mm-hmm. so I want to be able to do every part of it, right? So just IWTV showing me uh, the business through a, a different lens is pretty cool. So, yeah, I love IWTV. And, and, you know, and if you guys haven't, you know, ever tried it or anything, you know, use code Brickster. If not, there's a million other codes, 20 days <laughs> free, and, uh, you know, give it a Give it a try. Just see, you know, what what you think of the art. And, um, you know, I, I promise I'll put my bricks on it. I'll bet my bricks on it. <laughs> you, you mentioned the whole thing of just showing up when you're not supposed to and, you know, keeping your mouth shut and your ears open. And I think that's one thing I've learned as a fan, like, like nothing that I can do, but I've seen it like so many times within within wrestling. And I think like, why don't other people like do this? Like I'm knowing this as a fan and other people who are wrestlers should be learning this. Like, let's look at, you know, a guy like AJ Gray, who for almost a year worked as, as a bar back for AIW. And then eventually he got oh, yeah. a shot and like, he's, he's been doing so well. And even just recently with his, um, beyond match, which I had told a friend about a month or so ago that I like AJ Gray, but he needs a breakout moment for like everybody to just turn and go, who's this guy? We need to, we need to like follow him. And I think that's what he's done. I mean, also bringing up guys like, you know, Marco stunt and Cabana man, Dan showing up at Southern underground pro, just helping out. And it turns out they were able to get shots. And because of that, that got Marco like closer to where he is now. And I'm like, again, why are other wrestlers learning this? Um, I just, I think it's, it's hard um, because there's not enough, food on the table for everyone yeah and i think a lot of times you show up and you just you just want to eat even if you're not sitting at the table Mm -hmm. sometimes there's just not even enough food for the people at the table yeah so i think what happens is there's a lot of discouragement and then there's a lot of self-evaluation self-reflection and 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 then there's obviously some pride involved in that too Mm -hmm. and you know you just got to know like it depends how much you love the art you know the way i was brought up in the art and the way i was mentored by you know lex luger and then up in the up in the north with you know grapplers anonymous which my first uh you know initial trainer is brandon thurston um and you know he's obviously making waves at beyond right now and then, you know, I had Mikey every night up there, Grapplers, and some of those guys. And, you know, basically, it's just one of those things where you, you, you just have to pursue the art to make the art better. And you have to respect it no matter what. Mm-hmm. When I show up to a show, if I can't be used as a wrestler, per se, where can I be used, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to sit around and do nothing. You know what I'm saying? I got to bring something. I got to somehow find a way to make this product better. And, and there was times when promoters looked at me, I was injured like really injured and like promoters looked at me and they were like, you know what, Brick, like, why don't you just punch tickets, just hand tickets out at the door? Like, cause I was like in a full fledged cast mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, that, that works. That works. Cause like, I literally had to like prop my leg up, you know, I just got my knee yeah. reconstructed and it's like, it was like, well, you know what, Brick, like, yeah, you can't wrestle. You can't do much. Can't really move. Why don't you just punch tickets? Just smile. Just tell people, you know, thank you for coming. And just like, you know, just engage with people. And like, I created fans that night, you know, like, I don't know. You know, it depends how you are. It depends how you view things. I, I don't use any, oppor- I don't, I don't think any opportunity is a lost one. You know, I showed up to shows. I didn't get spots. Everyone else got the spots. I just so happened to sit next to guys and talk to guys that worked for bigger promotions and got me on bigger cards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know how you want to look at it. I, I could just tell you this, show up, be respectful, keep your ears open, your mouth shut, learn something, constantly pay dues, constantly set yeah. the ring up if you can, tear it down if you can. You know, like that's where I get to learn and talk to people that are newer to the business. That's where I get to, you know, just, you know, get a chance to just see where they come from or where I can help out there. And sometimes they help me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to say it. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to say there's a complete real formula. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just think that a lot of people just don't, they just don't want it that. That's what it comes down to. I want it that bad, you know? I'll do whatever I got to, to eventually get a shot to be in front of the right people, you know, just like AJ Gray, great guy, incredible guy. I oh. met him my first Southern trip on the road with my mentor, when I came down from Brandon Thurston and Grapplers Anonymous, they sent me over, Dylan Hale sent me over to Kerry, Kerry ended up polishing me and basically he's my dad in the business, you know, so um, 
I don't know. You know, I just brought up a different way. You know, I just want yeah. to make sure I make wrestling better. I leave it better the way that, it, you know, it was before I came in. Um, but AJ Gray, I met him down in the South. First time down there with Kerry. And he told me all about, the you know, serving as a bar back, just showing up, this, that, and the other. And just got a chance to really connect with them and learn from them, you know, mm-hmm. just learn from him. And uh, AJ Gray is awesome. I consider him a friend. I got a chance to be with him. It was a collective in New York City. Yeah. I've seen him probably a handful of places over the country. And uh, just just a great guy, you know. If he ever needs anything, he knows who to call. I, I think you could, you actually kind of stumbled upon the formula, and it's not necessarily an easy formula. It's kind of a uh, just a bigger way to look at it. It's just constantly pay dues. And, I mean, that could mean different things for different people. And I think one thing that I like about you is, like, number one, I, like you have a look, like, where you're going to turn heads. But, like, even, like, right now with you not wrestling – like you're still turning heads with at least a lot of like like promo stuff and whatever like at a, at a I can't remember if it was this past Southern Underground Pro Show or the one before that where you like cut like a really small video like hyping up the crowd and uh, hyping up Twitter and I'm like I'm like that's something that is something and you didn't have to wrestle but it, it still brought eyes to the show and that that that's something that not everybody can do. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and I'm just blessed to be able to do stuff like that, you know, and just be able to constantly just be involved and, and just stay learning. And, and if I'm not in the ring on the booking end of it, and, you know, if I'm not doing that, you know, maybe I'm the voice of Wombat for GCW. And mm. if I'm not doing that, maybe I'm hyping the people up, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I love people. I love energy. I love getting crazy. Um, so I just think that that's kind of the type of, you know, that's the type of vibe I like to bring mm-hmm. with IWTV. That's the type of vibe. If I showed up at any show, I'd just get a bunch of people just riled up, ready to burn the place down, and then I would just hit record, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But, but like that, but that is, you know what? It, it, it's so, it's so beautiful because that actually is the energy that's at our show. Mm-hmm. So it gets, a ch- it gives people a chance. Like you said, you've seen that. We all see a million things a day, mm-hmm. but the question is, do you feel something? So if you see that and you're just like, well, wow, like people are just getting like, whoa, like, you know, and, and, you know, it gives you more of an opportunity to get involved, you know, as a viewer online or, or, you know, through the IWTV app. So I want to give them the best wrestling experience. I call it an experience. Yeah. I don't know what other people in the business call wrestling. I call it an experience. I think it's very important to constantly make moments and memories. Give them an experience. That's what people want this day and age. They want to be entertained. They want an experience. So I call IWTV an experience. So a lot of that is giving people feels, giving people the vibe, so they uh, completely connect, so they can continue to support it and, and you know be fans of it. And I think that's something that IWTV is right now doing as a whole of like not just you, but like Jesse. J Rose, Stepstool Sarah. There's like little bits, things that are coming out on like Twitter and Instagram that that's bringing people in a, a little bit more. And it's I feel like it's a little bit fresher than everything else that we're used to. And it's it's creating this 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 atmosphere for IWTV. Like I look at IWTV, how it was like a year year and a half ago, and how it's grown, and it just it keeps growing. It keeps getting better. And I feel like being able to highlight as many companies as they're doing like this, this is like such a great time to be alive. Like my favorite thing in the world of like a lot of the wrestling that I can watch is IWTV because a lot of stuff that I love, a lot of companies that I love, or a lot of companies that I want to learn more about are on there. And it's, it's, it's such a great time. And I love learning about new wrestlers, falling in love with someone who maybe hasn't got to wrestle in my area yet. Like, Marco Stunt was a big one. When he finally got booked for Jaylet, I was ecstatic. And now I'm kind of like, okay, who else? Who else that I've seen on IWTV can get a <clears> shot <throat> up here? And I think right now one of my biggest that I want to see here is Brett Eisen. And, you know, it's, and shout out to, you know, um, just just Thorne and, and, and just that whole product out there. Yeah. Um, you know, to get booked for the Jaylet, to get – get booked for that promotion you know aiw at all um it's just an honor it's a blessing i, I don't know how people take their opportunities this day and age i i constantly try to stay you know being fruitful and constantly have the energy to take blessings yeah. if i've ever got booked by you know thorn or, or any of any of that like that's 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 a blessing that's that's something you put 
um, you know, on your resume. Um, he doesn't just book anybody. He's been in the business for a long time. He's a true professional. Majority of the people that he's booked are getting paid, doing just well, wrestling, taking care of families. And mm-hmm. some of them even, a lot of them have contracts and are working for all the major promotions. So if, you, if, you, if you're there, you're in the right direction, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, everyone will see you. So shout out to all of them. Shout out to Cleveland. Um, and you, you made know, a... We, uh, we, we've had an opportunity. I've met him at the collective. And I was, I was I about to bring that up. Because like you, I think you made a impa- little bit of an impact where, where he's mentioning your name on, on the AIW podcast. I mean, I don't think he does that with any random wrestler he runs into. So that, I mean, that was, I think, a big compliment. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it was cool, you know, because you show up to like this, you know, collective, right. And you kind of in the back and it's kind of like, the, it's, it's, it's like underground, you know, it's underground wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like you have all the different promotions, you got GCW, you got, uh, interspecies, you got AIW, you got all the big fish, man. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. All the big fish, right? So you walk back there and, you know, you, you got all, all, if you're, if you're a big time wrestler and, and basically in the world, you were there that weekend at that big. Yeah. And dude, I was only booked like, you know, and thank God I got, because that's where I met a lot of people. And sometimes it's all about right place, right time. Mm-hmm. I got booked because Marco Stunk got injured. And when Marco Stunk mm-hmm. got injured, I was, I'm, I'm one of the biggest baby faces at Southern Underground Pro. So yeah. they were like, well, we need another huge baby. So as soon as some things started hap- happening, they were like, ah, I think we'll do Mance. But then Mancer was booked everywhere already because she's just a legend. So it was like, what about Brick? You know, and I was pretty new there, but they gave me the opportunity. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to run with this. So I went down there one shot and I, I didn't, I, I was okay with that. I was just like, hey, I'll go down there one shot. But one thing I will do is I'll hang around. I won't go around sightseeing. I won't go do all that. I don't, I've done that. I don't need to. Yeah. Let me just hang there, help out, and meet people. That's it. Hang there, help out, then meet people. So I just I wrestled, hung out, met the promoters, just helped out. What can I do? Yeah. And I think that's where we kind of just developed the relationship. It was kind of right from the jump. He just looked at me. I was like, wow, this guy's just like, I think I told him, I was like, hey, man, whatever you need, I'll go serve beer behind the bar if you want. Or mm-hmm. I don't know what I said. I was like, dude, if you, <laughs> I said something funny that popped him. You know, I was like, because I will. I'll do whatever. Like, I got, dude, there ain't, there ain't no shame here. So I was like, uh, yeah, whatever you need, just let me know. And I don't think he, he needed me to do much that night. But either way. Got a chance to meet him. Incredible gentleman. You know, I hope one day I'm blessed to work for that, that that company. I feel like right now in independent wrestling, there's a. I mean, with I mean all these companies popping up, that there there that means there's going to be more opportunities elsewhere, and like we're we're just seeing it bit by bit. Uh, like like I said, I have a I have a list of people that I would love to see in AIW. You are one of them. Brett's one of them. I like to see the tag team of Violence is forever. Like not just mm-hmm. Dom and AIW. Like I'd love to see Koo up here too. Like that's I first met yeah. Koo at AIW. Like I recognized him and I was like, "Can I get a picture?" Because I was thinking at that time, like I don't know when you're gonna wrestle here. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go down a sub. So you're here. Let me get a picture. He's like, "I'm not even wrestling." And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> this is my opportunity, and I'm yeah. just seizing it." And big and big shout out to them. You know, they were just at WXW in Germany, and yes. uh, which is just that's incredible. That's a huge accomplishment in itself. People wrestle. 20, 25 years, a whole career, never get overseas to do stuff like that. So, you know, shout out to them and, and all their success, and they're all over the place, and that's great. You know, Koo is a big part of bringing me up with Carrie down yeah. here, and, uh, you know, he was he was on the road with me, and, yeah, I just uh, I just try to learn from everybody. But, yeah, I, I know, I know, you know, I, who's going to get to Cleveland? Who's going to get to the dog pound? I know. It's one of those <laughs> things It's kind of funny because you just look at it, and it's uh, – I appreciate that stuff, though. You know, as a wrestler, I appreciate it. A lot of people get all salty, but, like, I just think it's so awesome where you have bookers that, like, they just book. It's not based off public decision. It's not based off the followers. It's based off this is what I think is entertaining. This is what I want. This is what the people demand. I only put people on, you know, that fit to my roster. You know, it's like. It's almost like, you know, GCW, you know, there's, I don't know, you know, with my style of wrestling, per se, if I would ever be their big, huge guy. Mm-hmm. And you would say, well, Brick, why? You know, it's GCW. Well, the reality is, is I, I, I wrestle different. Yeah. So their roster, they don't really use people on the roster like me. So am, am, am I offended or whatever? Absolutely not. Like, I'm a businessman first. Like, mm-hmm. I know how this works. So, like, sometimes people get really, like, really just, man, just so salty 
about the fact that like promotions will book them and this, that, and the other. And like, you know, just like everyone's, it's a different football team. If a quarterback goes down, they get a quarterback. They don't go for a wide receiver or running back, you know? So it's like, you just gotta, you just gotta get in where you fit in, you know, and just do, mm-hmm. do good with what you got. And I'm telling you, if you do good with what you got, you'll eventually end up everywhere. No one will, you'll be demanded that yeah. the, they won't have a choice. And that's kind of what the idea is. Anyway. And I think one thing about you, like with your, with your background, you weren't just some, you know, random person who got trained by a random person and, you know, went uh, through the steps. You, you had a little bit of notoriety, like of being on, I love New York and then getting, you know, initially trained by Lex Luger. I mean, those are like, those are two big pieces, but you're not like you, you're not getting a cakewalk and you're not wanting a cakewalk. You're wanting to work for it. You're wanting to earn it. And obviously when you, when you earn it, like it feels so, so much better. Yeah. I mean, I'm basically going to die for it. Um, it's weird. It's, um, it's one of those things where I have, um, I have some people that, you know, Lex Luger's mentored and I became friends with and, you know, kind of helped them out a little bit in the business here and there. And Lex was, you know, Lex, you know, was help them out, whatever, to get a tryout. Although, regardless, they probably would have got a tryout anyways. They're freak athletes and such. And, you know, the tryout, you know, I, 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 I would hope, um, you know, once, you know, um, I would hope that I, I can, you know, get that. And, and there's a good chance I can. Um, I just was one of those guys. And I just, I feel like everyone's journey is different. And it just so seemed for me... I only have one shot. It's like one shot, one kill with, with this business. So I feel personally, and this is, and this is me, this is me being honest. I feel that when I go in front of these companies, rather it's, you know, all elite wrestling or, or TNA or WWE, um, or anything that would want brick nation and brickster. I feel that I want to be able to look at them in the face and tell them that I gave up everything almost in my life for it. I've went through surgeries. I've relocated. I gave up, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars. I gave up the workforce. Um, I gave up everything for it. Um, you know, my body. And I just want to be able to look at them and just say, Hey, I gave up everything for this business. I want this job. I'm willing to die for it. You know, and I just think that that's what I need to do to get that job. I don't know why I feel that way, but I don't ever want to be denied. Yeah, And I feel like the best way to go into a tryout for something with 30 other guys that, you know, are good athletes or maybe can do the high flying, this, that, and the other, the most, you know, I know my strengths, right? So I know that my promo is going to, you know, help me there. And then basically the only way I'm going to be able to ice them because they want to know you're willing to give it all up and, and, and to, to basically show them and tell them that I have gave it all up. I want this business. I'm willing to do anything for it. I just, I wanted to make sure when I do that tryout that I'm, I can say that in all honesty. You, you talk about relocation. Uh, and if I'm correct, you are, you are originally from Buffalo, correct? Yes, sir. So what is it like living in Buffalo? I mean, it's, it's a very broad question, but I always feel like when it comes to a lot of sports stuff, like you guys suffer as much as we do. And when it comes to winners, you guys suffer as much, if not more, because of the, the lake effect snow that like it'll hit us in Northeast Ohio and in Cleveland. But there's like way more that comes over to Buffalo and just drops. Man, Buffalo is um, I love Buffalo. Buffalo's hardworking, you know, definitely Bill's Mafia stand up 716. Um you know, go Bills, we're on a tear. Uh, but, like, I love Buffalo. It was, it's been home my whole life. Um, the food's great. My family's awesome. I got some, some great friends. I got some great connections there. It's, it's, it's got great seasons. Um, Tim Hortons is awesome. Yeah. Pizza pizza's amazing. Um, Leo's pizza's amazing. Ted's hot dogs is amazing. What's, um, what's the Mayor big- Brothers cider is amazing. There's so much good food there. I love Buffalo. It's great uh, for what I wanted to do and what I want to, you know, be mm-hmm. in my life. Um, it just wasn't, it just wasn't going to work because my mom loved her to death. She's been in the steel mill for like 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's one of those lifestyles where, you know, you're really putting in the work and you're working the swing shift. And so people in Buffalo really work hard, really yeah. work hard. And, um, I just wanted to be more an entertainer and, um, I'm a believer and when I started pursuing the, the wrestling dream, I felt called out of Buffalo to an entertainment city. I think there was maybe 
three, four, we were thinking about me and my wife, my, my boy and praying about, and then, uh, we felt called here. So we decided to come never look back. And, uh, tomorrow I'm basically about here two years tomorrow. I uh, officially close on the house that I just built that I spent the last five, six months doing. And that's kind of where I've been MIA. Uh, still going to be in Nashville. Yes. Such a, such a fun place. Like I'll, I'll, I'll get back to Nashville in a second, but one place that you didn't mention, and it seems to be like if you're if you're from Buffalo, like that it is it is a holy ground, and that's Anchor Bar. The the Anchor Bar is great. <laughs> it's great. I mean, it's good. I, I guess it's good for commercial people. It's just like living there and stuff. It's just, it's just not the best. And you know, the bar bill and you know Duff's potentially, and just any local kind of pizza shop probably could you know have them just as good. But um, but yeah, I mean, you know. Anchor Bar is good. It's good. I'm, I'm not, it's at the airport and I go, you know, I'm basically up there. It was up to like the last three out of the five weekends, but I, whenever I'm up there and I fly home, I always order some to take home. And I typically order two boxes of them to take home. And I always kind of drop them or dump them or give them to someone around here to try them. And everyone, everyone loves them. They do. Everyone loves them. Um, but uh, I got other little places that I like better, I think, in Buffalo. I think I think you get that with a lot of things where there's like the local flavor, but then there's something that might be a little bit more touristy. Like locals might like it, but it's just like ah, I've had it, I've had it a, a million times. I pre- I kind of prefer going this way. But I know, like I had some friends of mine from Montreal. They came down to Cleveland for a weekend, and then on the way back they hit uh, Anchor Bar. And like uh, while they were here, they tried Quaker Steak, which is one of my favorite wing joints, and like a you know kind of a a Midwest ish chain with like random ones elsewhere. I like it. I like Pittsburgh all day. Yeah, they had one up in Buffalo for a minute. Um, someone in Pittsburgh, I think, came and uh, opened it. I think it's from a, a business, but uh, from Pittsburgh. But yeah, no, I actually really enjoy Quaker Steak and Lube. <laughs> oh, it's 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 one of my favorite wing joints. Like that's, but I don't like I don't like go there a lot. There is some like mom and pop stuff or like stuff that I kind of grew up on. That it's a little bit closer that. If I get a chance to get it, I'll get it. But that's kind of like if I'm going to a, like a big wing joint, I'll always pick that over BW3s. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I got you. But uh, going back to Nashville, like when and like relocating there and everything, like I went down there for the first time, like I want to say for the first time, like I'm a truck driver for a couple of years. I was over the road and I was through Nashville a bunch of times, but like actually going there on my own and really getting to experience it. Like that was back in January uh, during the weekend if I am king, and I'll like I f- kind of fell in love to where I'm like if I ever move away from Northeast Ohio, like Nashville is going to be high high up there for me. Like the winter isn't too bad at least from what I'm used to because I know when I went down it was a really bad storm up here, but once I got past or even got out of Ohio, there was very little snow, and I think on show day. You know, we were talking about like, oh, look at look at all the snow out there. And I was like, stop it. Stop it. I, I left to way more than this. Like this, this is nothing. This is a vacation for me. Sure. And, you know, it's just um, I did it for a few reasons. My wife's originally from the South. So, you know, she had no problem getting out. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to raise my kids in snow just yeah. because it's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot. It's just a lot, you know. Yeah. Weird. It's just a lot. Um, and with everything that I was doing and even what she does, she's a boss in her workforce. She's not a Kelly biz, but like everything that we were doing, it just kind of called us down here. And, you know, without paying state income tax and all the taxes in New York state, as much as it's really, really expensive here, I'm still kind of, I don't know. I'm just kind of, it's not as bad, you know, it's not as bad as it. It could have been. There's something about the people too. Um, like I mean, I got to stay at you know Jesse and Brittany's house, and like I don't know, just it it felt like a really really nice time. And maybe it'd be an outsider, like I, I kind of felt that. But I think Nashville is a place that I would I would love to move to. Yeah, and, and that's the other cool thing about it too. Um, you know, there's there's definitely a transition in it all. But you know, when I got here and started realizing how many people are you know not from here. I mean, there are people. But yeah. majority of the people are new here, so it's just really cool to just kind of look at each other and you just kind of all get each other's back because you're all in the same boat, you know. It's yeah. like 
not like moving out to the middle of, you know, Arkansas and, you know, being the first guy to move into a town in, you know, a year. There's 110 people moving here a day. You know, it's nearly, um, it's like almost impossible to return to U-Haul because they're so full because there's none leaving. They're all coming. And it's, it's, it's really crazy, but the city is absolutely beautiful. Uh, the people are awesome. It's just, um, it's just special here. I don't, I don't know. I've, I've been all over the world. I really have. I've seen a lot of cool cities and I just, I don't really, I just, I just, yeah, that's why I built a house here. I, I would, I would want to live here. Yeah. I'm, I'm completely fine staying here. I wouldn't want to go anywhere else. I think the only place that contends a little bit for me when it comes to Nashville and it, it's definitely its own beast. And that's San Antonio, Texas. You're you're kind of like the thing about Texas. Like, I feel like everything's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you got your cities, but like after so many miles, like it's just nothing. But oh, you're you're close to the border. It's definitely much warmer there. Uh, Dallas isn't that far. Houston isn't that far. I mean, they're far, but still decently located. But I think like if like I said, it's in between them two. If I ever move from the area, sure. So no, it seems nice down there. Um. Yeah, I think Austin's one of the fast. I think that is the fastest growing city, Austin, Texas, yeah. and right behind it's Nashville, Murfreesboro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we touched upon it a little bit, and I think now would be the perfect time. Um, you talk about your bills, and and like I said, like I know you guys have suffered just as much as as we have. I think more when it comes to like making it to the Super Bowl multiple years in a row, and then. You know, losing. I mean, we've never even made it. We don't even know what it feels like to even lose in the Super Bowl. But you know, we got we got right now this season, and Bills are on fire. I didn't think they'd be this hot, and like it is crazy. Like they could. It's it's hard to take that division, but we pro- I know. But we probably let's just start off with you know, go Bills, Bills Mafia, stand up, Brick Nation, stand up, Poncho Strong. Um, and let's just go right to the Patriots game because that's what everyone always wants to talk about is New England Patriots. Yeah. And that's fine. I get it. You know, they're, they're, yeah. I mean, they've, they've been our daddy for a long time. Mm-hmm. However, this year they beat us and they beat us because someone, you know, basically gave a blow to Josh Allen's head, which took him out on a concussion. Yeah. Now, Josh Allen at this point <clears throat> leads the NFL. <clears throat> In the fourth in fourth quarter with his passing, so there's a good chance that Josh Allen finishes that game. We could have won it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically the best when he's the hottest. So whatever. Uh, but you know, I just uh, just it's good for the city. It's good for Buffalo. The Bills are good. Um, our fans travel incredibly well. Um, a couple weeks ago, I had all everybody, friends, family, everybody in for the game here in Nashville, yeah. and we basically just took we took over this. And it was awesome, you know, and, and the yeah. cool thing about Tennessee and the cool thing about Nashville is like no one's kind of really from here. So no one really kind of cares and like no one gives any more problems. So everyone just gets crazy and everyone tolerates it and has fun, you know, so that's the cool thing about it. Um, and yeah, the bills are, uh, it's tough. It's tough for me in the aspect of, you know, it's like you get emotionally connected to these teams and then, you know, you go through so much with them. So I want them to do good. I always hope for them to do good. If they don't and they lose or something, I'm not shocked. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just uh, – I'm really happy with where we are now and the direction we're going. And Coach McDermott, he's a boss. So he's been doing quite a bit with that team. That defense is stellar, man. Mm-hmm. I think like coming into this season, I was thinking like, oh, you know, Browns, Bills, that should be like a really good game. But like the way we've played and everything, and like, you know, this weekend, like we have the Patriots. And after what they did on Monday Night Football, I'm like, oh, great. This is, this is going to be horrible. And then, then a few weeks later, we're go- like, we have the Bills uh, here in Cleveland. Uh, I do have tickets uh, on the part of, because um, like, I mean, you guys got Bills Mafia. We have Browns backers, and there's actually like Browns backers clubs uh, in like cities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my girlfriend's dad is a part of one of them uh, locally, and they have a okay. they have at least one bus trip a year where the bus gets uh, loaded up early in the morning, uh, maybe well not early early about eight or nine. We go up to the stadium, drink whatever tailgate, and then like an hour after the game's over, bus leaves, comes back, so everybody can have a f- uh, fun time if they want to like want to drink. You have plenty. Yeah, plenty, yeah, yeah. Plenty. I, yeah, we've done that. Yeah, yeah, always. We always do something oh, like that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So the 
they they're going two games this year, but we picked the the Bills game mainly because it's the earlier of the two. And like, oh, like that's gonna be so crazy. And I'm I'm curious to like actually... have a chance to we have a chance to probably win. It's it's um I mean you guys obviously are yeah, you guys are you guys have all the right pieces to be a good team. You guys just just struggling. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people coming into the season and I mean I was kind of one of them of I was thinking at least nine and seven. Now I've tempered a little bit. I'm like, now give me eight and eight. I'll be happy with that. Our division is is oddly struggling to where it's it's like a toss up of who's going to win. The only one I think that's kind of out of it is the Bengals, but Pittsburgh can do it. We could do it, and so could uh, the Ravens. And they're, they're a team that we surprisingly beat um, in Baltimore, if I'm correct. And I don't know if that was a fluke or what, but yeah, you know that's what I mean. I'm kind of worried about you guys. No offense, but like. You know, Cleveland came in and people already co-signed them, you know, because of the mm-hmm. roster, and that's fine. I wasn't the guy who co-signed them right away. I just wasn't. I mean, I know that you what that first week you, you guys just get we got smoked by for the by the Titans, Sm- but I yeah, think... you guys got smoked the first week, right? Yeah. So but... it was like, I don't. It's just to me, it's just a team that has it's got to prove a little bit of something. Um, I think you know, Titans aren't good. Yeah, you know, they're just not. No. Um, I think with us, the we were it was like competitive going into the fourth. I want to say, and then there's just like a lot of bad throws, a lot of bad plays that like turned into interceptions and made easy points for Tennessee. But the thing that I always I always tell people when it comes to football, and I, I had to tell the people during week one, and they were acting like I was crazy, but like no, this happens every year. the The schedule comes out in like April, and every team circles week one. And they prepare everything for week one. So that's why you will see crazy, crazy results week one. Like, I remember, I forget what year it was, but the the Cowboys, was the, the Niners stomped the Cowboys week one, or it was vice versa, whatever. Right. And whoever won, who you think like, oh, they're going to be great. No, they didn't. They didn't win anything barely that year. And the team that lost was the one that actually went to the playoffs. So it's like, crazy shit happens week one. So I'm hoping that's what it is for... For the Titans and the, and the Browns, but it's definitely of everything just not clicking right or or whatever. But hopefully, we I'm, like I said, I, I want at least eight and eight come out of this, make have a, like a decent draft, and there's no reason why we can't be contenders next year. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think you guys are in a good spot. I, I'm I'm not worried about it. Um, you know, I don't really know. It'll be a good game. I mean, you, you're going to a good game. The Bills and the the Browns is going to be a good game, and hopefully the weather won't be be too bad. When is it? It is. Uh, no, it's uh, November tenth. Nah, you guys, that should be perfect. Really curious, I'd like to see how many Bills fans come in because, granted, like ticket sales for this year for us has been gr- crazy, but I don't know how they are. I don't know how they are on secondhand market right now. But you, figure- I looked, I looked because um, I was in Buffalo last week, and my mom and. They were looking at maybe going. Look like you know, it's about two hundred bucks a ticket. Yeah. So I don't know. That's three hundred. You know, <laughs> three hundred bucks. Yeah, that's that's and that's nosebleeds and that I I had a yeah. I had season tickets. That's where that game is, though. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's what that that's kind of the value of that game right now. Um, so that that makes sense. And and you know, all you guys can. I think there'll be a lot more Bills fans than you think. Oh, and um, I know some that are coming up on buses, just like you're talking about, and that type of stuff. Oh yeah, because like I was gonna say, like Buffalo and Cleveland's not that far. Like that's an easy nope. like bus trip for a lot of people. And you know, Bills Mafia is crazy. Uh, they they give Browns fans a, a run for our money. Like I don't know if we do as as much crazy shit, but the the intensity level is is nuts with you guys. I mean, you obviously know that. Yeah. No, it's gonna be a great game. I, I can't wait for it. I wish I was there for it. I wish I could wrestle for John Thorne and go see you. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's the uh, that's the weekend after the next AIW show, but the, that show is inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's start to wrap this show up and get into the Fave Five questions. Hey, this is Booker T, five-time champ, and this is the Fave Five questions. Now, can you dig it? Word. All right. Uh, question number one, uh, I'm trying to figure out one that's probably like really good for you. I mean, we're in October. This is perfect. 
Adam's family or the monsters? Adam's family. Any any particular reason? No, I just I was just more entertained by it. I don't know why, but probably because it was more my my era. The thing that, that I always say with that question is like, there's really no right or wrong answer. It's just like where you you fall because the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I think it's just where I fell with it. I'm not mad at either or. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's kind of where I fall with it, yeah. Sometimes people will, uh, like for Adam's family, like they'll definitely say the movie. The, or if they want to go as crazy, some of the, like the, the video games from like Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Like maybe like that resonates a little bit more for than, than Monsters. But our generation also grew up with Monsters on Nick at Night and like that was very, very common too. Sure, sure. Question number two, rank the fast food chicken nuggets between McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's. Wendy's takes over for sure. Wendy's for sure is the best. And then McDonald's and Burger King. Okay. The big key, yeah, I love Wendy's chicken nuggets. It, it's a big toss-up between Wendy's and McDonald's for a lot of people. I'm more uh, McDonald's, but I think there's a, a hardcore nostalgia when it comes to that. To where if I bite yeah. into a, a McDonald's chicken nugget, with like especially with their ketchup, like that takes me back to when I was like five. Gotcha. All right, question number three, favorite video game console. So a little bit about me. I grew up on video games. Um, my dad was huge on video games. He used to ground us, and if he would get stuck on a part, he would take us off groundment or whatever. <laughs> just to <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah, my dad. So my dad would start getting like stuff from Japan and get it in Japanese. So we got like the Playstations before they came to America and wow. he like start learning how to read the other languages. I never could, but he would have everything. We had Jaguar, we had Genesis, Jaguars, Sega CDs, um, Neo Geos, GameCubes, Super Nintendos. We have a few arcade machines. I have Bomberman, Burger Time, Galaga. Um, and then everything that new came out, we just jumped on. So we have, you know, the Xbox ones and all that stuff. Um, so my favorite console is probably the Xbox one. It's one of my favorite games, newer games. Anyhow, Gears of War. Oh, uh, I, I like playing Gears. that. So, you know, the one's the only console that holds that. Um, I like Halo too. You know, that kind of works. And I call duty guy growing up some games. I loved, I loved God of War. God of War probably was one of the best games I've ever played. Um, Silent Rain was a really good game that we played. Um, what else did we? Uh, Bioshock. Oh, Bioshock was so good. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm kind of a, a game nerd. I don't. Okay. I wouldn't say I do it as much now in my adulthood as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm about to move everything from Buffalo down to Nashville in my new house in the next couple of weeks, including my you know arcade machines and stuff. So I'm excited oh. about it. Gear, Gears of War is one of my favorite franchises. Like I recently, um, what did I do? I beat, I rebeat one and rebeat. I went back. I never fully finished one. Beat it on the 360 version. Went out and bought the remastered version so I could play the extra chapter. Beat that. Beat the the not necessarily the prequel, but the uh, Judgment Day. Beat that. Went back. Beat. Uh, finally beat four. That I had. It was one of those things. Like I played it for a while. And then I got busy, and it just, like, sat, never picked it back up, but beat it. And, like, eventually I want to get out and buy five. Uh, time has been an issue lately, but it's going to be something I eventually get to, and I just have so much fun. Yeah. That is, that is so, one of my favorite franchises. Like, it's between that and Twisted Metal. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, Twisted Metal was so good. Since you mentioned it, this is a question that I've added, but I have not got to ask anybody yet. Favorite uh, arcade game? Because I think that's like it goes hand in hand. You mentioned having like a lot of arcade games. Uh, and if you want to, you could throw in pinball too. But whatever. Like, what? What's your favorite arcade game? I would do probably a dope pinball machine if I could, just because they're so dope. But um, I probably didn't run. I don't think I would run to the arcade for pinball. So like, I'm just gonna. I'll throw a few things out there. The claw game, I'm really good at. Okay. So I typically play those because I can win them. Uh, growing up, I think the game that we loved to play in the arcade the most was probably Mortal Kombat. Okay. For me, uh, I actually had a friend who had, like, his dad had some pinball machines, and the one that always sticks out, and I, I found out, like, a lot of people loved it, too, is the Adams Family pinball game. That's cool. Yeah. That's 
but when it comes to arcade games like like Simpsons, that's one that I remember at a few different yeah, I locations. Yeah, that. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Simpsons yeah. is so good. And then when the Xbox Arcade released it for a very limited time, like I snatched that up. And I think I still have my 360 somewhere that still has, like it has that arcade game, the X-Men arcade game, and the Turtles arcade game, which are like three of my favorites. Yeah, the Turtle arcade game. Those are all good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great ones. Yeah, Simpsons, Turtles. Yeah, those were, those were so legit. Question number five, and this is the Wilkman question. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. The the thing that I my kind of argue because I'm I'm with with Wilk. I don't think it is, but I think the way that I differentiate it from the, the question, it's it's not a holiday movie. And I think when people say, <laughs> no, it's not a holiday movie. Yeah, yeah. So like I think when some people say Christmas movie, they mean holiday movie. Like, is Die Hard a holiday movie? No. But I can concede, like, okay, I don't, to me, it's not a Christmas movie, but if you want to go, well, it takes that place on that day, but then, yes, it is a Christmas movie. Yeah, Christmas will be all day. Uh, kind of goes with that. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, man. A lot of good ones. Mm, favorite Christmas movie. I just feel there's nothing better. I don't know why, and maybe this is just, for me growing up, but nothing better than, you know, Christmas time, cold outside, snow's falling, family, friends, something, you know, something warm. And I just feel like Home Alone should be playing. Yes, that is. That's my, that's how I roll. That's probably how I would have it. If you came to my party, I'd probably have one of the Home Alones on, mm-hmm. um, probably the first one, to be honest. And, um, and yeah, and I just, I feel like that's kind of where, you know, I think The Grinch is, is kind of, you know, a special movie too and all that. But, you know, those two movies are movies that can really set the Christmas mood for me right away. I think Home Alone is one of the most popular answers. It's in between that and Jingle All the Way, which is... I like that movie, um, but Home Alone just had such a, a lifelong impact on me. I don't know mm-hmm. how... For me, when it comes to Home Alone, I when I'm weird on this, I kind of like two more than one, but it's only, one of the main reasons is because I love the Talkboy tape recorder. Like I recently went to yeah. a, I recently went to a toy show earlier this year, and like I bought one. I also bought a Turbo Man doll, but that was way more expensive. But the, it was there was a lot more nostalgia with the with the Talkboy tape recorder, and that that was launched because of that movie. I still love one. I still love two. But if you made me pick, there's that little bit of nostalgia that bumps one because of that but it's one is still so good i love them all man as soon as i see macaulay Culkin, it's over you know <laughs> all right question man, i wish i would have had his gig <laughs> oh god i would have definitely not turned i definitely would have tried to you know i wouldn't have tried to derail my life but man i would have loved to be in those movies uh question number six which i always tailor around my guests but for this i'm gonna do uh, this time of year we just talked about christmas movies what's your favorite Halloween movie. My favorite movie of all time, they'll probably say this, but I don't know if this is a Halloween movie, but it's The Lost Boys. I'm a Lost Boys guy. Okay. I love The Lost Boys. I don't think that's Favorite like, movie of all time. Is that, would, not a, is that not a Halloween movie? That's what I would watch for Halloween. I guess uh, Halloween movies. Uh, okay, okay. So I guess scary horror movie. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Um, I just like them all, you know? I just, oh, I don't know. I just like them all. I like all horror movies, and, and you know, I honestly, I, I, what I don't like, okay, I don't like like paranormal activity. Like, okay, it just doesn't freak me out. It's kind of corny, and I just I can't get into it. So I don't know if it's a me thing or if I have issues or if it's just kind of dumb. But I, I don't know. But I just can't get into it. I feel that, and then when it comes to Halloween, like this is one thing that I've realized because I created like a list of like horror and Halloween movies I was going to watch this year where like horror is like what a lot of people think of. So you're thinking of your, your Friday the 13th, your Halloween's, your nightmare on Elm streets. Uh, maybe you're, you go the universal monster route, but there's also like movies like monster house or clue. I like Casper. Yeah. Casper would be mine. I was about to say Casper. Like that's another one where it's like, is it scary? No, but that's, that's, it's definitely Halloween. Yeah, yeah, Casper. Okay, all right, man. That would uh, that'll do it. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? 
Oh, that's it, my man. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm just going to be, uh, I'll be back. I'll be somewhere. So keep following me. I appreciate everyone. Appreciate everyone who, uh, shows love, everyone who believes in my vision, believes in Brick Nation. Um, it's not about me. Uh, it's about us. And, you know, um, continue to watch IWTV and follow the, the wrestling movement and, uh, support Southern Underground Pro, um, support Wrestling Cheers and just, uh, let's make wrestling better together, regardless of what spot you, you know, fall on the food chain. Um, just kind of play your position, play your role at that time. And I think it's just better for everyone. And I think it's typically best for, for all of us. You want to throw out your handles for, for everybody? Just in yeah, case. Yeah. So Mr. Brick, Mr. Underscore Brickster at uh, Twitter, Mr. Underscore, but it's Mr. Underscore Brickster with two R's at Twitter. And then at Instagram, Mr. Underscore Brickster. Yeah. Hit me up. Follow, follow the journey. Follow Brick Nation. We've still got a lot of work to do. About to come back strong. About to pop up. And, uh, it's going to be big. So everyone have a good holiday. And I'm excited to move into this house. And <laughs> man, I'm excited to, uh, to continue to uh, just follow this wrestling dream. So IWTV Thursday, Beyond Wrestling, Uncharted te- Territories. Make sure you guys uh, tune in. It's going to be great. So, And, of course, you can find myself at Heavyset330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said, please rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, wrestlingcheers.podbean.com. Check out our other podcast friends on the Trading Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Your Vision Showcase, Old School at the Movie, and Wrestling with Altitude. And then also, not from the Trading Topics Network, podcast friends such as Let the Hate Flow Through You, Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, Road Home from Wrestling, Haunted Home Video, The IndieCast, Center Stage, Sobros Network, UXWA Today, Big Gold Belt Podcast, the co-host wrestling show, Spotlight Series, I Got Your Five Stars, and Not Ready for Primetime Wrestling. Check out our other non-podcast friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, Ringside Shots Photography, Sickening Pictures, Good Company, Stay Tough, Smoking Jay's Barbecue, Russell Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you are in the Bills Mafia. Later. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And there all be fun you came You're the fake you can say Rules are all the same You're the fake warrior you can say Rules are all the same